Hey everyone, I'm Michael Walsh, and I'd like to welcome you to the OnSpot Fitness Podcast. OnSpot Fitness serves the greater Cincinnati area by bringing personal training to you. We come to your home, to your office, or to a nearby park. And now we're taking this message even further. Through this podcast, we're reaching out and teaching the nation on how to live a healthier and more active lifestyle. The sky's the limit here. There are no barriers. There are no walls. We're going to talk about your health and we're going to get you active today. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking about hydration. Hydration is a topic that we need to discuss and it's, it's one of those very important things that you need to be making sure you're getting out of the gate before you're even focused on nutrition, before you focus on working out. Hydration and getting the proper amount of water and making sure that your body is not dehydrated is the number one thing that you can do for your health. It's the number one thing because if you do not stay hydrated, then what's going to happen is your organs will start to shut down. Your, your body's going to start to shut down. Your brain's not going to function properly. Just all these things are going to just go out the window and you're going to feel like crap. But before we get started on that topic, I have a question. Now, if you have a question that you want to ask in the area of health, fitness, nutrition, whatever it may be, you want me to tackle it. Now, I might turn it into a podcast. I might just answer at the beginning of a show. I want you to go to onspotfit.com and I want you to either click on the contact page or you can just down in the right-hand corner at the bottom, there's a little picture of an email. Click on that and email me your questions. So today's question comes from Erin. And Erin says this. She says, so I am 11 days into my working out, including two rest days where I actually just walked a few miles instead of pushing myself hard. And I just wanted to ask, when does working out stop sucking? I mean, I feel better than I have in years, and I'm down 10 pounds in a little over three weeks, but my muscles are so sore. I stretch before and after my workouts. Am I doing something wrong, or is it normal to be sore for a while? That, that's a question I get so often, Aaron, and and it will stop sucking. Um, so it does take time. But I'd like to first say congratulations on the weight loss. I mean, that is a big deal right now. You've got to first rejoice in that because that's awesome. Congratulations for that. Now, when it comes to your workouts, you know, sucking and because you just don't want to get up in the morning or you just feel so sore, it's one of those things that most of the time it's you're going to overcome it. I mean, unless you have a deep health issue somewhere else and, and that you're going to, you would have to get checked out. Um, something like fibromyalgia or, or some other problem that you're dealing with, then you will overcome this. Also, the other way that reason that you wouldn't overcome this would be if it's not soreness and it's pain. And so really learning that difference between what is pain and what is soreness is really important here. And sometimes in the beginning of, of working out, we, we think that a soreness is a pain and, and, and we kind of get those confused. Usually, usually we don't think a pain is just a soreness in the beginning, unless we have a high pain threshold, high pain tolerance. We don't really have to worry about that. But there are some times where I, I, I deal with this with a client where they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much pain. And after talking to them, 
we come to the realization that this isn't pain. This is, this is just normal everyday soreness from starting off a workout routine. But after about two, three weeks, you, your body should be adapted. It should have adjusted to it. Now, there may be some things it doesn't adjust to at first. Maybe you're really tight in a certain area. For instance, my calf muscles are very tight. My hamstrings are very tight. And so I have to make sure that I spend a lot of time stretching them and taking care of them because even to this day, even though I work out every single day, even though I work out a lot and I'm, I'm in great shape, my muscles, when it comes to my calves and my hamstrings, if I do certain workouts, they feel it if I don't take care of them. And so, and so that soreness can be normal over a period of time, but just the general soreness will go away. And you're going to start to look at it and you're going to actually start to like this. And you're going to actually enjoy this feeling because you'll be like, wow, I feel great. The energy I have and all these great benefits that I'm starting to see. And, and that soreness will start to go away once you feel that. Some of the things that you can do, though, that'll help you. Um, one of the things I saw in your question is you mentioned that you stretch before and after. Well, first off, when we stretch after, we want to make sure we're doing that. That is key. Before, not so much. But the after stretching is key. It's really important. And you want to stretch for, for a good period of time. So right around 30 seconds. Or if you're like me and you're dealing with a problemed area. So my calves, my hamstrings, they're tighter. And they deal with problems more. So I make sure I stretch them for about a minute. And, and that helps me a ton. And so make sure you're stretching after. Prior to your workout, you don't want to be stretching as much. If you're just doing short little stretches. So after you're warmed up. So you want to warm up first. Don't just go right into stretching. You want to warm up first. And then you might do something like flow, yoga with a flow to it, not holding a pose, but, but flowing from one pose to the next. Or if you're, let's just say you're stretching your quadricep muscle, which is in the front of your leg on the top in the front of your leg, and you're pulling your foot up behind up to meet your butt, your butt to your heel, and you're going to hold that. Instead of holding it prior to a workout, you're just going to pull it up, release it. Go to the other side. And you're going to go back and forth a few times to both sides and stretch that muscle, but more in a motion versus a long stretch. That's going to really help that muscle to elongate, but at the same time, it's not going to relax in that elongated position. And that will protect you from injury. It'll also help you to feel better after your workouts. A couple other things that you can do that go along with the stretching, along with the fitness is make sure you're getting the proper nutrients. A um, couple nutrients that you want to focus on getting are magnesium, potassium, and calcium. Those all help with your muscle relaxation, help with muscle cramping, because if you're deficient in those, then you're going to have more cramping, more problems. And so make sure you're getting those nutrients. Eating really good, high-nutrient foods so making sure you're eating your veggies, um, eating your dark green ones. So like your kale, your broccoli. You want to make sure you're getting all those dark green ones. Spinach is good. Another one is super powders. So superfood powders. So like a Corella, um, a Sprialina powder. Stuff like that really will help with your muscles relaxing. Outside of, outside of those types of foods, you want to make sure you're getting proper nutrition after your workout. So make sure you're getting protein, um, a good amount of protein, so 20 to 30 grams right around. So that's where a smoothie comes into play here or you know, a good, a good piece of meat right here comes into play, making sure it's a good quality, clean meat, grass-fed, free-range. 
And then you want to make sure you're getting a good adequate amount of carbs, um, but good healthy carbs. So here's where it's a great place to put fruit. Um, you could also use a starch. So like a sweet potato here, something like that. And then you want to make sure you're getting healthy fats um, because healthy fats are very important to your cell production and creating your body. And a lot of times people think here, oh my gosh, I don't want to eat, eat, uh, eat fats because guess what? It's going to make me fat and we need to just get rid of that myth. Fats don't make you fat. Okay? It's the sugars that make us fat. It's, a, it's the abundance of sugars and processed foods in our diet. It's not the good healthy fats. Not the good things like coconut oil, uh, grass-fed butter, um, avocado, all those types of things. Those are good for you. Those are going to help you um, to feel better, to have more energy, and actually to lose weight in the end. So just a little side note there. Um, another weird thing is make sure you're drinking your coffee. If you are a coffee drinker, drink your coffee prior to your workouts versus after your workouts. There is no benefit to maybe even some bad little little things that can actually come from drinking our coffee after our workouts versus prior. Um, another thing that can help is also switching to a good, clean coffee, something that's mycotoxin-free. I'm not going to go into that right now, but a good coffee is bulletproof. I know bulletproof makes sure they test for mycotoxins, and mycotoxins can just, that's just a whole nother rabbit hole um, that we could go down. And so I'm going to stay away from that, but just check out Bulletproof Coffee. You can also have that prior to workout with the uh, grass-fed butter and the coconut oil mixed in, and it makes a really good pre-workout drink, and it gives you the energy to push through your workout. A um, couple other things, essential oils. They're really popular right now. A lot of people are hearing about them and talking about them. So essential oils that you'd want to use in this area would be a peppermint oil and cypress oil. You just use a few drops of each inside of a little bit of coconut oil, mix it up together, and just rub it on the muscles, and it feels really good. Um, you also smell like a Christmas tree. So not only will you smell like Christmas, but you will also feel the relief. It's just a, a natural way to relieve that muscle soreness. Icing is another great way, and you know, make sure you're icing your muscles, especially if they're more pain versus sore. If it's really bad, um, ice. Uh, soaking yourself in an ice bath I mean, I can't recommend that enough, but I know that it's not only a pain in the butt, um, but it's also freezing cold. And so not everybody wants to just dive into a bath of ice. And so starting off with just something like an ice pack and applying it to the, to the area that's sore. And the last thing that I'm going to recommend is hydration. And like I said at the beginning of the show, that is our topic for today. So this was a perfect question leading into this. But with that being said, all that stuff, you know, you just really want to learn to listen to your body. That's the key here. If your body says, you know what, I'm too sore to do this workout, you know, it's, it's leg day, but my legs are just way too tight and too sore, then guess what? Maybe today you're going to move it to upper body, or maybe today you're just going to walk instead, or maybe today you're going to do some yoga to really focus on that trouble area of, of that tight muscle or whatever it may be. And and, and just learn to listen to your body. Now, don't listen to your body in the way of, oh, I don't feel like working out. Eh, I'm going back to bed. Or I'm going to go watch some TV. Yeah, that, your body's not really saying that. That's your brain that's saying that. So <laughs> it's easy to get caught up in, in what our brain is saying versus what our body is saying. So let's learn to listen to our body. And let's take some of these simple steps 
and keeping ourselves from being too overly sore to where we can't work out tomorrow or be active tomorrow. But over time, all this stuff is going to go away. And like I said, unless it's a major problem, you're going to feel great after these workouts. You're going to feel great by sticking to this. And just keep sticking to it because that 10 pounds is going to turn into 15, which is going to turn into 20. And it's just going to take you to wherever you need to go. And so keep on going. You're doing a great job. And I'm just, I'm really excited for you. All right. So here it is. We're going to talk about hydration now. Animals are naturally, you know, they, they just have this, this natural instinct to find water, you know, to find the stream or to find the lake and to go drink. I mean, you don't see too many animals going throughout their day and getting so busy that they forgot to drink. And yeah, they just kind of lost their energy and keeled over and died because they didn't drink for the last few days. But what's, what's crazy is it seems like more and more people that I talk to especially, it just keeps getting worse and worse that people are skipping the water. So they're either drinking the soda, they're drinking something else. And so their body in one sense thinks, it's like their mind thinks it's fulfilled. It thinks that it's had what it needs, but their body is not being hydrated. Because you have to remember, when you drink a can of soda, that's not going to hydrate your body. In fact, it throws off your pH balance like crazy. And, and the pH balance, just scientifically looking at it, it's like 30 glasses of water to equal out the, the, the pH balance that's thrown off in our body by one can of soda. And, and so that's a, the scientific breakdown of it. But it's important that we, we realize that it's the water that our body needs. It's the nutrients from water. And so we want to make sure we're getting a good quality water. For, for a long time, I wasn't really big on the, the quality of the water. I didn't really, really focus on that. And then I was doing a more diving into it and studying about, you know, like my city's water and about tap water. And I started just realizing that just the garbage and the junk that's in my water um, between the chlorine that's pretty much in there. I mean, just the, the chlorine, the fluoride, the all these different things that are in there from the fields being sprayed, all these chemicals that are not fully filtered out. And, and yeah, I was using a filter to help filter that out, but it didn't get everything. And, and the filter that I was using wasn't really cleaning the water. And so I ended up switching to reverse osmosis um, water, which is through a certain process. And I actually buy it at my local store at fresh time. I fill up my, my jugs and I get it there. You can have it delivered. You can, there's many other options. You can actually put a system in your house, but I get it for 25 cents a gallon. It's not a big deal. This is what I use for my drinking water. I love it. It tastes great. Um, and it doesn't have all those extra things in it. And it's crazy because now when I go back and I look at the quality of water that I had and I was drinking out of the tap, even with the filter, I mean, oh my gosh, I can't even drink a glass of that anymore. Like I'll take a sip of it and I mean, I feel like I'm drinking pool water. I mean, it literally tastes that chlorinated. And so I started learning that the quality of water is really important. On top of the quality of the water to hydrate our body, we want to make sure we're getting enough water. And everybody always asks that question, well, how much water? The, the simple math of it is this. You want to take your body weight, cut that in half. So let's say you weigh 150 pounds. 
Okay. You weigh 150 pounds, cut that in half. That's 75 pounds. You want to be drinking 75 ounces of water. So you want to be drinking roughly between nine and 10 glasses of water. And, and so that's, that's right where you want to be. Now, if you work out, you want to be drinking more. If you drink a lot of coffee, you want to be drinking even more. So anything that's going to dehydrate your body, you want to be adding extra to it. So you want to make sure that you drink half your body weight in ounces of water. And then you want to add to that if you're going to be drinking something that's going to dehydrate your body. If you're out in the sun working all day. I mean, you're going to be drinking a heck of a lot more than that. And so it's really important if we're getting that good amount. One of the best things you can do is just having a little chart and just checking off how many glasses you have a day. Or you can get a bottle and say, okay, I have to drink X amount of this bottle. So I have to drink five of these bottles every single day to be able to hit my hit my place. And then every day you drink five of those bottles. And don't binge it. Don't try to like, you know, oh my gosh, I forgot to drink for the past four hours and then try to fit it all in at once. First off, you're going to have to go pee like crazy. Second off, you're it's, it's not going to be effective as if you would have just drank it throughout the whole entire day. So make sure you're drinking on it all day long. And now back to the peeing part, a lot of people say, man, if I drank that much water, I would be peeing all day long. Over a period of time, your body will adapt and get used to it. And, and it's not a bad thing to have to go pee, okay? Because, and I know this is kind of an uncomfortable subject for some people, but the reality is it's not a bad thing to have to go pee. It's not a bad thing to have to go poop. That is your body's way of detoxing, of getting toxins out of it. And so we want to make sure that you're drinking enough that you're peeing. And when you're looking at your color, your pee, that is not yellow and it's definitely not brown. Your pee should be clear, clear as the water you drink. Okay, Just something to remember there. You don't drink yellow or brown water. You don't pee yellow or brown either. So you want to make sure you keep it clear. Now, I get the question a lot. Uh, what about what about sports drinks? What about, you know, your Gatorade or your Powerade or your this aid or that aid or whatever? And I am not a big fan of those because they have a bunch of added junk in them. I mean, some of them are dye-free um, or some of them, I guess, could be a little bit more natural. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a truly all-natural one. Um, they usually have dyes or artificial flavors or they have some type of artificial sugar in it um, or they have a ton of sugars in them. And so those aren't, aren't a good choice either. But when it comes to hydrating, if you're looking for something for like a sports hydrator or some type of drink because you're outside working a lot or you're just a person who just does really well with using some type of electrolytes um, drink in their, in their regimen, then you want to look at two different ones. The first one is just plain old coconut water. Um, and don't, don't get anything with added sugar or added this or added that. Um, some of the flavored ones are okay, but uh, you want a good solid coconut water. Harvest Bay is one of the brands I like most. And so coconut water is a great way to get your electrolytes. In fact, coconut water used to be used as an IV back in the day, they um, actually used it as an IV into your blood. So it's really, the chemical makeup of it is really good when it comes to your electrolytes and, and rehydrating your body. Another one that you can look at is from a company called Vega. 
and neither Harvest Bay nor Vega am I endorsed by or anything, but they're just two companies that of two products that I really do like um, some of their stuff. And Vega has this thing called Vega Hydrator and they have a palm berry and they have a lemon lime. And it's a, it's just a, it's kind of like a Gatorade, but it's powder form and you just pour it into a bottle of water, shake it up and you go with it. But it doesn't have added sugars. It doesn't have artificial sweeteners. It doesn't have a bunch of dyes in it and stuff like that. It's all natural, um, all plant-based. And so it's safe. Um, they're also, they're a company that focuses on being GMO free. They go organic um, whenever, wherever they can. And so they're, they're a good company and they're in line with a lot of good practices. And so it's called Vega Hydrator. Great for athletes. It's great for somebody who cannot stand the, the flavor of coconut water because some people just don't like it. I love it, but some others just don't like it. So looking into those. And so I want to leave you with a couple tips today, a couple uh, tips when it comes to water. The first thing is the fresher, the purer, the better. And I know we don't think of about fresh water. We just think of, you know, turning on our faucet. But if you can get purer than that, then you're doing better. Um, and so get it as pure and as clean as you can. Uh, going fluoride-free, um, trying to get the fluoride out of your diet because fluoride, I mean, just totally messes with your gut flora. It causes harm in, in different areas of your digestive tract. It's just, it's not good for you. It's not healthy and it's not something we should be drinking. And I know there's a lot of arguments that we need fluoride for our teeth and blah, 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 blah. But okay, fine. If you want to argue, you need it for your teeth, but we don't need to be drinking it. Okay. So keeping it out of our water is a very important thing. Um, so that's why I get the water that I get. And then the last little tip here is I, I get this a lot where people say, I'm sick of drinking water. Then flavor your water. So you can use lemon, you can use lime, you can use cucumbers, mint leaves. There are so many ways that you can you can flavor your water. You can soak berries in it. Um, different stuff like that that you can just infuse your own water. And, and that'll really help you to change it up. I really hope that you've gained something from today. And, you, and you've taken away some points that are going to help you, whether it be on your fitness routine whether it be, you know, when you're getting started, that muscle soreness and, and understanding how to listen to your body, maybe a few nutrients that are going to help you or practices that are going to help you to not be as sore. Or maybe you walked away with something when it comes to hydration. Maybe you realized, oh my gosh, I need to be more hydrated. Because you've got to walk away remembering this. Your body, the majority of your body is made up of water. And when your brain goes without water, it doesn't work properly. When your blood is without water, then you start to deal with problems. When your muscles are without water, then they, they, they just don't act the proper way. They don't work. And remember, the best way to flush fat out of your body is to get enough water. Water helps to flush the toxins out, to clean the toxins out of your body, to get them out of there, and to flush it out so that you're a healthier, more active you. This has been another episode of the On Spot Fitness Podcast. And I just want to encourage you right now to head over to onspotfit.com. Ask any questions that you may have, anything that you may want me to talk about on future podcasts. Also check out everything on our website. Take a look at our, at our other podcasts that we're doing. 
take a look at the recipes that we're doing and just get involved.